Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. You know, I talk a lot about relationships. I also talk a lot about employment and judging by my statistics it's kind of interesting to see where you guys are in today's culture um of what's important how you're prioritizing things in life uh relationships are always important but you seem to be keenly interested in uh how to become better uh more successful at your job or with money and you know what that tells me? When when numbers become disproportionate with regard to information that I'm sharing, what that tells me, and, it is, and just by virtue of observing the world around me and emails I get about problematic relationships, uh, whether it's with your kids or marriages or dating, whatever, about, you know, in-laws, all that relational stuff, uh, relationship with yourself. Um, it tells me that we always tend to find ourselves moving toward the path of least resistance. <laughs> the thing that is going to, that we feel like we have more control over, right? Because let's face it, when you're dealing with uh, relationships, you're dealing with another individual that you have zero control over. So at times, you know, whenever you feel like, you can't find peace with someone or there's not reconciliation or there's just, you know, always this strife or there's no understanding. There's always some kind of tension or lack in your relationships. It's very easy to refocus, right? Not very well-rounded, I would say. <laughs> but so I want to talk about something that uh, that matters to a, a lot of you, and, and I'm glad that it does. I'm glad that we do not live in an entirely apathetic society whenever it comes to work. Uh, social constructs of today, with everything being free, might communicate to us that most people are just not interested in capitalizing uh, in their lives, and much less helping their companies capitalize, Right. So I'm over the next couple of days, we're going to talk about, it's going to be a little series, three steps to becoming a more successful employee. A few podcasts ago, I talked about, I asked you, you know, are you, are you an investor or are you a slave? And that piqued a lot of curiosity for, for many of you because you're like, hmm, you know, what does that mean? Well, even as entrepreneurs, especially as entrepreneurs, um, you're no longer investing in something. You're literally a slave to it. It's, you become worse than an employee of something because you are bound to it and by it. And that 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 comes at a very high cost to every relationship you have, your health, your family. 
whatever. So, uh, so the first step, I think, in becoming a successful employee, because we're all employees of something, right? Whether it's an actual company uh, or it's your company, it's your vision, it's your household. Maybe you are a stay-at-home mom. Nah, and you know you feel like an employee. <laughs> so, you know, how can you uh, become a more successful stay-at-home mom employee? There's a lot of management that goes into that. A lot of management. And if you do not have management skills, you're not going to be a successful mom. And whenever things get out of balance and priorities are not set, that's when it all begins to unravel. Same thing in the workplace. So I would say the first step in becoming a more successful employee is simply this, bringing a complete person to the job. We talk about that a lot with dating and relationships. And, and a lot of people think that means that you have to you know, have all of your ducks in a row before you're going to be ready. And I'm like, you know, those, you know, pie in the sky expectations, uh, forget about it. Because it's in relationships that we're wounded and it's going to be in relationships that we are healed. So quit telling people that they have to get perfect before they'll be blessed with a spouse or they should even bother looking for a spouse. Okay, In the workplace, I think there are very pragmatic and practical steps that you can take. Um, to bringing a complete person to the job, all right? One is your self-care. And the first area of self-care is prioritizing your life. Very simply, prioritizing your life, your health, your family, your finances, and especially your hobbies. What are you doing for fun? What are you doing to take a load off? What haven't you started? People say, I don't have time. I stop every single person, including myself, in their tracks when they say that to me. Because I'm like, no, you're not making the time. You're not allowing time. Time is not dictated to us. Although we feel like it is, that's when you become a slave to your life. And there's nothing liberating about that. And it's going to cost in the way of the attitude that you're bringing to your job the level of energy that you're bringing to your job, the enthusiasm, whether or not you become an asset or a liability to your employer. Be clear about what your job is and what it isn't. For me personally, I have to remind myself and others when I am consulting that your company, your job, your employment, your place of employment is not extended family. We live in very lonely times. You can tell on social media. Don't believe me? Get on my Twitter feed and see some of the responses. <laughs> so go through your own Facebook feeds. We live in very lonely times. And people are uh, scraping and scrapping and clawing at relationships anywhere they can. You want to know why there's such a, you know, an HR spike in in, in HR laws and, and people becoming far more litigious and contentious that they, than they've ever been because they're wounded. They've been wounded outside of the workplace and they bring that crap into their workplace with them. And so now your HR departments have become perpetual mediators, which to me is not very cost effective and it's not the role of a corporation to play principal on the playground of our lives. So I think the first place I call people to always is to grow up. 
is to bring a level of maturity about yourself and about others, proper expectations. Know what your job is and what it isn't. Also, you can, it doesn't mean that you can't foster great friendships at your job, great acquaintances at your job. I'm kind of, I'm led to go back to something that my father always taught me, which is, you know, my father was a blue collar GM worker. They didn't mix and match with upper management and all of that. They, and they barely mixed and matched with themselves outside of the workplace, right? I mean, if they were ever invited to something high flutin', you know, it was a big deal. But their bosses didn't invite them over for dinner. There wasn't this sense of, you know, we got to share everything. <laughs> we're not only building a bottom line, but, you know, we just everyone's got to sing Kumbaya every weekend together. And we have to have team building exercises. You know, it was, a, it was my dad was a depression daddy. Here's the team. You have a job. If you have a J-O-B, you're part of a team. So I think there needs to be a recalibration in our attitudes and our mindsets about what work place relationships are and what they aren't. And I think that is part of the the biggest component of this first step that we're going to cover today. So bringing a complete person to the job, just to recap, self-care, prioritizing your life, prioritize your life. That means you have to sit down with a pen and a pad and start prioritizing your life. Assign values to different areas of your life because they're costing you they have a value assigned whether you whether you acknowledge it or not. It does have a value. Your health, you don't pay attention to it, is costly. Your family, don't pay attention to them, that'll cost you. Your finances, don't pay, pay attention to that, that will cost you. Your hobbies, not having any fun, that'll cost you. It's all interconnected. Okay, so part two tomorrow. Three steps to becoming a more successful employee. There's a lot of success to be had in the workplace. So until then, you can follow me on Monica On Your Talk. You can subscribe to my podcast, uh, Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it on iTunes. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe today. And thank you for sharing. I appreciate you. Uh, you can also follow me on iTunes, Stitcher, many other places. Have a beautiful day. Be kind to yourself first. I love you. <laughs>